0: To another episode of the Adeptus Ridiculous podcast. My name is DK. His name is Bricky. You know what we're doing. But before we do it, if you enjoy today's episode and you want to maybe support the podcast, head over to Patreon.com/slash Adeptus Ridiculous, where you can get access to the Discord uh, bloopers if they happen. The fifteen-dollar tier gets you access to all of our posters in crispy uh, HD digital format, and it's just. Great. Patreon.com slash Adeptus Ridiculous. Bricky,
1: regale them with merchandise and book info. Oh, I am going to be regaling them with merchandising (laughs) like crazy. (laughs) Crazy! Crazy, because this week is Black Friday week in AdRick. And and I'm talking, like, not only is it deals, but there is other crazy stuff happening, First things first, If uh, for the entire rest of the year, if you spend over one hundo on the site, you get 15% off your whole order. Ooh. And that goes for the entire year. And we are dropping a massive Christmas release. There is a Just a Little Blood to celebrate Sanguinola. Uh, hey, of course, I like that. Yeah, because you know, Sanguinolas, the forty k Christmas, so those it's, yeah, it's a forty k holiday. Hell just yeah. a little blood set. So we're talking a shirt vinyl. We're talking a red zip up and a red pair of sweatpants with a little little blood, a little little angel wings, a little, little bit of that. We're we uh, cool. dropping dropping just a little blood lanyards to go along with that, and the biggest piece. Day Resistance is the brand new arsenal of Angels desk mat, which I have shown the two of you already. Hey, um,
0: let's that's go! That's
1: finally out. Is finally out is a brand new desk mat showing off all the tools of destruction. Uh, I have been using it for the last like. Four weeks when it arrived, it is very big. It should fit all of your essential things on your desk. There is mm-hmm. also a poster variant and a fun little shirt to go along with it. So if you like to check out all of the brand new Black Friday Christmas drop stuff going on and get yourself a chunky ass discount, it is all down there at Orchid8.com. And uh, this I will mention this a little bit more in the next episodes, but of course, uh, as the year comes to a close, the posters will also be doing the same. Uh, oh. So all the posters released in 2023 will cease to be uh, for sale when 2024 comes around. You, of course, still get them if you are part of the patronage and all that kind of stuff in digital form. Mm-hmm. But if you want a physical one, this is the last chance for all of those available. So... It will all be up on the site, link in the description, Orchid8.com.
0: Ooh, get your Christmas shopping done early and give your family
1: the gift of ridiculous, right? The a, What a ridiculous gift.
0: What a ridiculous gift.
1: What <laughs> a ridiculous gift. Also, uh, you know, read um read Sons of the Forest for the lion.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. They I don't know why, push. but I was like, you know, it would be cool, but we could never do if we could get like uh, our our best episodes and put them on like a vinyl and have like a vinyl release and just have like one of those really cool, like big vinyl folders. Those things are so cool to collect. No, those so are inefficient. Yeah, yeah. They're they're
1: <laughs> pretty inefficient, but they are very cool to collect. I do agree. You you, uh, I, I I give you the thumbs up, sir. mm. mm, mm, mm. Anyway, um let's let's talk about the Bedab. Bedib! The Bedib war. They're not
0: good at dabbing. They're bad well, at it.
1: Well, I think they'd actually be some of the best at dabbing, you know. Yeah, they, Huron probably is definitely dabbing on them haters. Uh Huron has been dabbing on them haters <laughs> like, like nobody's business. He's been, yeah. been dabbing at a supreme rate. Mock speed dabbing. Mock speeds. Mm. Um, all right, so uh we ended on the prior episode with the Firehawks having their ship taken and then and them being kind of pissed off about that. Yeah, rightfully so, I I suppose. You know. So the, the first little bits of the uh <laughs> how you say uh Stardees on Astardis War is is beginning. Mm-hmm. It is uh it is happening. So as the Firehawks had their their very unfortunate uh, rapturous rapturous Rex, rapturous Rex, rapturous Rex. Wow! Red Harbinger, wrong ship. My bad. Red. Alliteration be damned. I it, it was not, had nothing to do with alliteration. It was being small brained. Mm, I do know a little something about that. Go on. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um So. It's hard. So it's it's this second part of the bad app war as far as so I haven't read up to part. Um, uh, so there, there's two parts, part one and two total. We did the first half of part one, and then this will be part two. I'm assuming part two will then be a three and a four. So I'm assuming it'll be a four part. Um, this one, uh, this is a guess, a, a total guess. But I, I'm going to assume might be the slowest and shortest of the four. Um it is okay. a lot of battles it's a lot of like and then this ah. space Marine chapter you've never heard of joined the fray and then this space Marine chapter you never heard of got uh, murdered and then this space Marine chapter took the southern reaches and expanded upon the territory and and it was like yeah like there shy has Whoa. a little image there like all of those all of those space Marine chapters were a part of it but like Go through them and tell me how many of these do you actually know of? Like, not Um, a lot.
0: (laughs) I only just learned about the Mantis Warriors in the last episode. Uh, Astral Claws. uh, Well, actually, I learned about that in the last episode. Lamentors I knew about.
1: I've heard of the Minotaurs. But like Uh, the Nova Marines, the Howling Griffins, the Star Phantoms, the Fire Angels, the Exorcists. Actually, I think we talked about the Exorcists, but like, yeah. It, it's it's just—it's
0: a lot. of never heard of you before. Um, yeah, it, it is. Wow, a ta- that's a that. lot.
1: The, yeah, so th- this is—it's—it's it's a little—it's a little war. It's just a little war. Yeah, um, it's eighteen chapters, no big deal. But it is a lot of fighting, uh, of fighting. So this might be a little bit. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, disjointed. <laughs> this one. <laughs> okay. Um, But anyway, so the Firehawks pretty upset about their stuff being taken, right? Mm -hmm. Pretty damn upset. Huron prepping for the war, all kinds of big stuff going on like that. Um, So in order to the Firehawks, right now, like you know, space marines are actually are vengeful people. They're they're pissed (laughs) off about this. They're vent. No way. And so the the
0: Firehawk ship wasn't just taken; it was like destroyed, wasn't it? And they're like
1: blaming it on pirates, right? It was no, it was it was taken. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um so pissed off about this, they're like, All right, you know what? Or you know you want to strike us like that, we're gonna strike you back. So it starts off with going at a feudal agri world, so agricultural world, um mm-hmm. specifically under to to distract the forces of the badab sector uh and using the, the, the hoity toity Carthans for it. Um <laughs> is trying to pull, pull forces away and bring the mantis warriors to battle so they decided like okay let's attack a bunch of uh, shy yeah shy, shy <laughs> sorry shy and and i quote posted they nuked a farm oh, wow that's 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 a little much but okay i was I, yeah that that's the that's the quick version they the basically PLDR version yeah they nuked a farm. Um, they they blow blew up a bunch of agricultural worlds in order to goad the mantis warriors. Uh, mm. Unfortunately, the mantis warriors, being pretty good at their job of being somewhat sneaky and, and, and smart, basically anticipated exactly this <laughs> and planned for this attack, popped out and started to beat their ass again. Oh, so so they they knew
0: preemptively that a farm was going to get nuked, so they were just lying in wait, just waiting for them to do it and then
1: jumped them. They they were kind of like, "Yeah, I think I think I know what you're going to do. You're going to you're going to take retribution on all of our food because that food is important." And then they beat yeah, their the ass. supply lines, sure, sure. That would be a good thing to defend first and foremost, sure. So, they were the Firehawks were then from this retaliation pretty badly wounded and actually stuck behind enemy lines and forced to retreat. Uh, and all the while during this, all the tides, the imperial tithes that all these worlds were producing were going to Huron. And so Ooh. at this point, Huron was like getting even stronger. Yeah. Um, eventually, you might recognize this name. Uh, you remember the Marines Errant?
0: I do remember the
1: name. What
0: book were they from? Oh, uh,
1: the Night Lords books, right? Yes, yeah, like with the with the red corsairs and all that stuff. Yes, 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 yes. Whew. So the marines errant were called for uh, for assistance by the firehawks, but there was a little bit of a difficulty in thinking and determination. Uh, that is a really cool looking marine errant. I never saw Ooh. them looking that cool. Um, wow,
0: that is slick.
1: Yeah, they got their asses kicked in the in the Night Lords books. So yeah, they sure did. They.
0: Didn't they get like completely wiped out?
1: I think they destroyed their fortress monastery. Which yeah, is pretty Bas- damn close. Yeah, yeah. Whew, um, they're so cool.
0: What the hell?
1: That's a that's a good look. Yeah. God damn. Anyway, the Marines' errands arrive to uh, back up the Firehawks along with all the other loyalist forces, uh, and then there's a bit of a of an issue with the Marines' errand where they're like, okay, Firehawks are like, kill, 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 kill here on. <laughs> He's a fucking dickhead. He he pissed on my wife. Um, I mean, they they essentially did, you know, where on the other hand, the Marines errant were instead like, let's how about we like escort the Tithe ships and stop them because uh, Huron keeps on raiding them and stealing all the stuff. (laughs) So, like, maybe we should work on these lines. But in the background, the firehawks are like, kill, 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 kill. Oh, like they just,
0: didn't want any strategy. They didn't want to they just wanted to just head first, uh run in and kill everything that they possibly could. They didn't want
1: strategy, they just wanted revenge, brutal and bloody. Um, so at this point, the Carthans, the Hoity Toity Carthans, mm-hmm. their tithe is overdue, and the tax man is mad. E- even even at the situation they're in, even with Huron raiding all their stuff, their tithes are overdue. Oh god. And so tack the you know the IRS is pissed off. So, so weird with in a last ditch effort, they decided to mount a a secret little convoy, this big old secret convoy to try to get supplies out under the help of the Marines errant. Help to to get all their stuff out, keep the eyes of terra not not upset with them, yeah. the whole deal. Led by Huron himself, he planned for this. Raided this convoy and meticulously took apart piece by piece every escort ship, every marine errant um, escort craft, with not a single ship loss on their side. And Whoa. basically, the hoity-toity Carthans' involvement in the war ended there. They oh. were done completely.
0: Yeah, that's a that's that's a bit of a that's a bit of a
1: oof. That's a bit of an oomphie.
0: That's that's. Oof.
1: So after this, uh, the Mantis warriors then encircled the Marines, errant, killed off their command staff, and they were also forced to retreat from the active war. Mm. Uh, at this point, a brand new chapter was also added to the Astral Clause called the Executioners. Hey, if, who would have guessed they joined the side of chaos? Uh, I mean the renegades. The renegades. Chaos. There's no chaos here. There's yeah. No <clears throat> chaos. <clears throat>
0: also, it sounds like, man, the Marines Aaron is just like Lamenters like 2.0.
1: Well, Lamenters light. Nothing I, good I, ever happens to them, does it? They they got their asses kicked and they got their asses kicked again in a future book, so yeah. Yeah, the the only thing I've
0: heard about the Marines Aaron, is they just get whooped always. I mean the as whooped as bad as the Lamenters, I think. No, no. Well, at least the Lamenters have won stuff. I have the Marines. Aren't won anything? Have they? I'm. Sh-
1: I'm sh- they're Marines. They always win something. That's eh, true. They are Space Marines. They must have done something. Anyway, that's not the point. That hey, is not the point. Point being, at this point, with the Carthans out of the war, the Firehawks not really getting what they want. Marines aren't knocked out of the war. Basically, the entire maelstrom zone belonged to Hiram. He controlled the whole thing. This guy is building oh. his own ultramar uh, with blackjack and hookers. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, not not uh, you know.
0: Hey, hey, you got to do what you got to do to survive the grim dark of forty k. I,
1: I, you know, blackjack and hookers is a perfectly fine way to survive forty k. As long as oh, you pay yeah. your taxes,
0: as long as you pay those tithes, you know, it could be worse.
1: So at this point, finally, the High Lords of Terra now really need to act. Their tithes <laughs> yeah. are all gone. They're they're pretty pissed off and like, okay, Hiron, Mr. Mr. Tyrant of Bad Dab, Luft Hiron. This is your declaration. We ask for your official surrender. Wow. And all ceasefires. Uh-huh
0: i'm sure that i'm sure he immediately gave in to reason and was just like you're right i'll cease fire oh sure i'll give you everything that you want mm, yeah i'm i'm sure that's how this ends right short episode we're done yeah that's true all right
1: should i roll it the the, God, the goddamn um the, yeah obviously he told them in, in in legal in legal words he says that uh it would to be, it would leave our brave worlds and emperor given charges naked before the enemy so in legal terms it was piss off
0: <laughs> in, in, in in yeah yeah in layman's terms sure so if if Huron had been giving tithes to the imperium this whole time they probably wouldn't have cared that he was, like, striking down the Firehawks and the Marines errant, as long as he was giving tithes?
1: No, no, you can't have stories on Astaris <laughs> violence. The, the Firehawks were sent there because he wasn't giving tithes. Oh, that's
0: true, that's true. That's, that's the whole point of the Firehawks getting dunked on, is because he was being, uh,
1: just a wee bit greedy. A wee bit, well, greedy is, uh, you know, I mean, it all depends. You know, yeah. th- you gotta remember, at this point, he is still full loyalist he is still yeah. Emperor Emperor's lights. The whole Praise thing. Praise the Emperor. Yep. Yep. Um, so after he told them to piss off, uh, <laughs> next came the detainment of Huron. It was, mm-hmm. all right, now it's time to arrest him. Good uh. Luck. Yeah, and that that kind is where the real war began. Uh the Badab war has like truly become now where it's like, okay, secessionists and the Imperium of Man. This is like this is a formal declaration of war. Um, so
0: just because we know what we know, he ends up in a future book. It's like how the f- does he survive this? Like if Tara is like, "All right, pal, it's time for you to go," and they're like, "All right, we're gonna start a war
1: with you." It's like, dang, how does how do you survive this? Uh, the general issue that comes to a lot of this stuff is that normally whenever you you think to yourself okay if the entire brunt of the imperium of man decided to go after huron yeah they would trounce his empire but but the entire you, amount of the imperium of man are currently engaged in wars yeah in like a hundred thousand sectors that
0: that's what i was i was about to say like you can't Obviously, you can't be like, hey, everyone that's holding off the Tyranids? Well, come back. Leave the Tyranids. Let them do whatever they want to do. You're dealing with the orcs? Forget it. We got to deal with Huron. Like, you can't just... Because then, you know, Terra is undefended, and all of the Xenos are everywhere, and so, yeah, you can't send the full force of of holy Terra
1: uh, at Huron. It's, I was going to say, it's like... I, w- I was going to say, this is a bad metaphor, um, it's like fist fighting a child with your hands behind your back. It's like, all right, how many, how many chest bumps and, 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 head, <laughs> and head butts do I have at my disposal because my hands are tied?
0: Yeah. Fist fighting with your hands tied behind your back. Who agrees to that?
1: No, no, hold on. Fist fitting a child with your hands behind your back. Like nah, fair Yeah, if you were at full strength, that 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 child is is, is gone. doomed. But uh yeah. but you know, you don't have full strength. So that's true. That's true. Anyway, so with the official Bad War underway, uh, the first thing that happened was the Firehawks decided to firebomb a planet for the giggles. Oh, that 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 is literally what I have in my script. Firehawk's plasma <sighs> bomb to plant the Mantis Warriors owned for the giggles.
0: Just just because they're petty and they're like, well, you're not going to get out of this with no casualties, so ha 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 firebomb is that just to be petty? But before
1: before they left to rejoin the Marines and the contingent to begin the War Council, they went to one of the Mantis Warriors worlds that they really kind of uh, liked, just like a personal effect of theirs. And it it was like barely defended and they just blasted through all the defenses and then plasma bombed it, wiping out 90 percent of the population and then just left. There was no strategic use for it. It was just to say, fuck you. Wow, that is the most extreme level of
0: petty I have ever heard. They 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 basically genocided and exterminated a the planet.
1: They they you just know, to remember get how they first up nuked on a, them. They first nuked a farm, and and then <laughs> and then they and then they nuked a, a like a I don't know like a, high, a civilian hive city or something. It's, it's just wow. They just did it for the lulls.
0: Yeah, and like Shy said, these are the <clears throat> good guys, the loyalists that were, you know, we're supposed to feel for the Firehawks here, you
1: know. I, I think I think Shy might be a, a Huron apo- a, apologist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Astro
0: Astro Clause
1: apologist. Ah, uh, uh, yes. So okay, so Shy has the the perfect quote of a uh, fuck IRS. <laughs> So well, you, you know what? I mean,
0: here I'm on Blackheart
1: tax evasion. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, hey <laughs> become
0: <I'm>, ungovernable.
1: <laughs> oh shit! Okay. Well, now I definitely need to get my become ungovernable meme. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. All right. What what uh, what meme is that? Oh, it's, it's my meme. Oh. See, the problem is that this is going to take me a while to find it. Right. Oh man, you need to you need to you need to. Oh, I found up it.
0: Your meme folder
1: become ungovernable
0: <laughs> i love that actually <laughs> big duck <laughs> that is a
1: big ass duck that is an ungovernable duck so anywho uh firehawks this planet and now comes the war council all of the space marine chapters are coming in uh the the mantis warriors the uh and then the main the main one here though specifically is the red scorpions the Ooh. red scorpions are the yin to the yang of the Astral Claws in this war. They are the main fighting force of the Imperium section, along with the Lamenters and a few other groups. Oh um, Lamenters. Right, right. The the Red Scorpions also have a um uh they're they're the 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 ethnic cleansing group, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Oh, that's them? Yeah
1: oh. the genetic purity group. All right. Yeah, it's it's not great. The, the red scorpions are, are kind of cool. Like, like they do some cool stuff in this war, but they're, you know, just a little, a little so, sus. So we're rooting for the astral uh, clause is what you're saying here. Yo, here. On, okay. So, g- okay. Genuinely. Genuinely. How, like, what did in the beginning, what did here do wrong?
0: I mean, this whole time, Huron hasn't really done all that much wrong. Like, aside from, like, trying to stand up to, like, corrupt uh, planetary governors and um, administratum that are just being a little smooth brained, he really hasn't hit. Like, the whole reason this area is even, like, profitable and worth anything is because of him, right? So sort of nothing
1: uh all right uh would you Holy like moly would you like to read that <clears throat> yeah well pack a lunch
0: uh an astral clause successor chapter known as the tiger Claws that was considered a dead chapter when their striker cruiser had reappeared after being stuck in the warp for around a thousand years seeing as they uh, seeing as they were the last of their chapter the tiger clause sent an envoy to Terra to ask for the release of their chapter's gene seed to repopulate the legion the envoy got disappeared by accident <laughs> and the case was dismissed by terra figuring that high lords wanted them permanently gone just because dealing with them was anno- an annoyance the astral claws would hide the remaining tiger claws amongst their ranks giving them new names to save them from being wiped out after that huron would stop paying tithes
1: yeah, there is a, uh, a portion wow. of this book called Huron's Sins Uncovered, which mm. was basically the fact that uh, one of the captured Astral Claws was a Tiger Claws chapter. And after uh, large amounts of torture and uh, uh, interrogation methods, found out that he had uh, swelled the Astral Claws size into something significantly larger, around 3,500 space marines. Which, if you remember, a chapter oh, you, cannot you pass a thousand.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: So he was intending to create uh, basically the legions of old. Um, Ooh,
0: that's in, that's
1: some heresy. That is that is some some big big heresy. And, and yes, Space Marine tithe is G, uh, gene seed. Mm. Um, so. He certainly was building up his own legion practically of old in the maelstrom and making his own ultramar, which is not a a it is certainly a heresy thing. It's actually when they finally fully considered him ex uh what is it called? Excommunicado. Excommunicado. Yeah, Yeah. Mm traitorous. Um so but yeah, but also yeah, he did also want to make sure that the tiger claws did not get wiped out uh so you know no good deed as they say
0: yeah no good deed goes unpunished god like even that's like oh no he didn't want the tiger claws to get wiped out because they got you know it sounds like they were gonna get wiped out just for being like hey we could use some more gene seed to repolster our ranks and then the imperium's like yeah you could use that could not you oh damn you're dead
1: the uh the good old red corsairs which become the which you know are the astral claws. Uh, the mm-hmm. Chaos version is certainly their war cry. Truly is fuck taxes. In fact, <laughs> in fact, let's 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 talk about this lovely story uh, that shows us why why Huron seceded him. The castigation okay. of Sidon Ultra elsewhere outside the borders of the Maelstrom Zone. The scrutiny of the High Lords of Terra also fell on the Cathargo sector. The Carthans. Mm-hmm. Uh, Legatine, Legatine? Investigations carried out at Sedan Ultra, capital of the Carthago sector, quickly found Imperial commander and Carthan sector governor, the Satreptenet Koneg, culpable for provoking the war. And she and the heads of her noble house were executed by the Ordo Hereticus for licentious ambition and wanton misrule unbecoming a servant of the Emperor. The findings of the inquest into the actions of the Carthans were, in brief, that she and her ruling clique had overstepped their authority on numerous counts in the events leading up to the start of the Badab War. Now, she and those that followed her were put to death, and the Carthans were, um, sorry, now she and those that followed her were put to death- The Carthans were to pay for their transgressions with the entire 14 billion strong population of Sinon Ultra committed to indentured servitude for six generations in payment of outstanding debt. Full-scale administratum rectification audits and Adeptus RB's morale enforcement programs soon began moving outwards towards the Cathargo sector as tithe costs and reparations to the Adeptus Terra were extracted oh. forcibly from the Carthan worlds, a process that is still oh. ongoing to this day.
0: Did, did, I, did I hear that right? That the, the, the punishment for the planet was six generations of slavery?
1: A punishment still ongoing to this day. Holy. Sh- that's crazy. They literally were like, yeah, these noble assholes did push here on too far, but the war started. So, all right, you're all in you're all in servitude. Now, let's get, you know, fuck it. We ball. Uh, well, <laughs> wow.
0: So, uh, OK, that's 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 wild. That I'm it's, well. It's it's forty k. So is it really that wild? No, but damn.
1: But damn. So damn. And, and you know it gets worse. So of course it does. The Red Scorpions were ran by uh, their chapter master, a Lord Commander Ortis. Pretty pretty uh, long term commander or this chapter master. Mm-hmm. Pretty long term chapter master we got here. Like a like a pretty. Tenured guy, really okay. strong, you know, just just generally a very a stone or a steadfast, stone cold, classic space marine type. Okay, um, the loyalist like would but all right, yeah, I mean, why not? Uh, yeah. they gather for, for war for the most part, everything kind of goes how it would uh seem. You have a lot of the loyalists pushing back. Um, that's actually not the chapter master that's the new chapter master but we'll talk about that later um, oh, jesus
0: Shai, come on get it together
1: well <laughs> you, you, Sorry, you can yeah, you can no. you, you can you can read in the top right says his name and i'm like oh well we might as well just get to that part then um so the betrayal at grief <laughs> the place is called grief Betray the betrayal at grief uh-oh. so the war reached a bit of an impasse there was a standoff between the two of them, the secessionists and the loyalists. And so uh, there was a proposal to broke this, broker this kind of standoff. So Hiram personally sent emissaries to the loyalists offering a temporary ceasefire and honorable parlay with the loyalist commander, Ortis, to avoid further bloodshed between the, who these who should be loyal brothers. Oh, boy. Despite the Inquisitor that was in charge of this, his <laughs> objections, Ortis agreed to the meeting, trusting Huron's word as a fellow chapter master to keep the truce. Oh, I'm guessing this doesn't go well. So they <laughs> made face-to-face contact <laughs> between himself, the Magister Militum, and the Tyrant of Badat, at an abandoned way station <laughs> in orbit around uh-huh. a gas giant in the grief system. Uh, what happened there is a little bit unsure. Oh, okay. <laughs> but As the there's sta- only one side with witnesses, right? <laughs> so, so far, uh, the <laughs> station itself, once a, a naval supply depot, was built into an asteroid mass and then abandoned uh, some centuries before. So a solar flare. Basically, the atmosphere was dead. Nothing there. Mm-hmm. The two of them would arrive in a single unescorted strike cruiser. And land on the asteroid via Thunderhawk, with the strike cruisers then pulling away outside of weapons range, and the two would discuss. <laughs> All of that <laughs> did happen. Yeah. That happened. Yeah. It, it, so far, I, I, it's, I, I, I it's kosher. It's kosher, I don't it.
0: doubt that that happened. It's just, I know that they get a new chapter master. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so... <laughs> so <laughs> um Huron <laughs> acted and spoke as if ortis and those that stood uh or sorry, he acted and spoke as if it was Ortiz and those that stood with him as opposed to Huron the secessionist uh contravened imperial law. The idea uh that you know the party and Huron's mantis warriors were uh, uh you know like hey, you attack the firehawks, like the firehawks attacking us, et cetera. Uh, event- <coughs> Huron was in a, an imperious mood and commenced a ranting diatribe against his enemies and their uh, perceived enormities and insults, going so far as to just suggest that Ortis himself should bow down before him under the tyrant's banner against those who would turn the Astartes into, quote, no more than lick-spittle slaves to their own <laughs> petty greed. I love it. Uh, at this point... Loyalist communications to the strike (laughs) cruiser were then cut off. Oh, all right. Uh, Yeah, I wonder what happened. Well, it's not quite what you'd assume. Oh. At this point, three separate light strike cruisers arrived in the system, hidden somewhere else in concealed positions, and fired upon everybody. Oh, Fired
0: indiscriminately on Huron, on uh, the Red Scorpions, just on
1: on Uh, everybody. Just absolutely raked the place with weapons fire. Oh. The Red Scorpion chapter master, Lord Commander Ortis, was in fact killed. No. Um, And several of Huron's party were also uh, killed, including the chapter master of the Mantis Warriors was also killed. So heavy casualties on both sides, actually. Exactly. And eventually there was a three-way battle between all of the parties present, this random uh, group as well as the loyalists and secessionists. But uh, badly damaged, the Astral Claws were able to escape uh, and make their way before the station exploded. It was shown that the three people that had attacked them were raiding parties consisting of heretics, mutants, and other renegades. So it's assumed sure. that the raiding party were aspects of chaos that really didn't want the, um, the Badab war to end oh
0: okay because then they'd stop feeding chaos and they've uh, that's true I suppose with this Astartes on Astartes war ooh, chaos is eating good it's an all-you-can-eat buffet and ooh, ooh eating good in the neighborhood um so yeah I, I guess that makes sense that they would want to just come in blow everything to hell and just keep uh uh keep hostilities at their highest wouldn't they they
1: they would and you know there's there could and it could be like chaos sorcery like maybe a Zinchian disciple scribed mm-hmm. the future and was like ooh Huron Blackheart will fall to chaos and we'll be able to he'll help out the dark gods so let guy keep the war going. Oh, uh, that's that's there's plenty
0: of uh, far seeing future stuff in 40k and chances are if chaos was like ooh Huron gonna be on our side.
1: Shit let's go And then just yeah Sheet. Shit So uh Yeah so the Mantis Warriors lost their chapter master, so they're really pissed off yeah. Um the Red Scorpions Lost theirs so they're really pissed Off mm-hmm. and a Karab Culn The picture above was Appointed as the brand new chapter Master of the Red Scorpions okay. Um he will then be the main focal point for the Loyalists. He is the main chapter master, the main guy, the yin to the yang of Huron. Gotcha. Um from here, war war obviously was in full, full like oh just completely yeah. full stop.
0: At this point, the war is just unstoppable. There's not gonna be a treaty, there's not gonna be a ceasefire. That failed. It's all out war until one side gives up or is
1: destroyed. So with that it starts with the slow advancement of the loyalist forces. The Nova Marines, Howling Griffins, Sons of Medusa chapters all arrive to assist tons of new uh, loyalist reinforcements. They start raiding and making their own uh, bases, a Vengeance Station was a, a a fancy base they eventually made as their main forward operating uh base for the area that vengeance of course for the death of their chapter master mm-hmm. um made that in a year <laughs> and then and, and then there's that part where the lamenters uh get their asses kicked really hard and yeah, their ship their ship the inflexible had to drop out of the warp uh and then arrives with no survivors on board in the okay. warp
0: uh yeah that that sounds about on par for the poor lamenters
1: there was there was the classic <laughs> lamenters thing um but th- this is the part i mentioned earlier everything from here on is like Oh, with the arrival of new reinforcements to replace and help the Marines errant, they assisted uh, with the increasingly embittered Firehawks and the newly appointed Lord Commander Karab Cullen to fight uh at Hollow's Point to protect the Loyalist factories under construction. There were the strike cruisers of the—that's it, it, that, like 90% of what happens after this. Oh yeah. The okay. battle bard, Sword of Orden was a de- decisive factor with the uh, firepower of the rapturous Rex to defeat the half-finished base it. it's like okay, it's a lot of that. Okay. It's a lot of just battle crap.
0: Yeah, battling, bolstering forces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: There, there's a lot of that going on. But here are the here are the hallmarks, here are the important parts. Okay. Um Huron is starting to get pushed a bit. Uh, there's a lot of new chapters arriving. He's got a pretty sizable force, and you know, Astral Claws account for three and a half chapters at this point. Um, yeah. just because of their overall size. But they're still raiding, they're still collecting a lot of their tithes, but with each new world, each new area taken by the loyalists, that also is a tithe being removed. Ooh, yeah, that's
0: that's not good.
1: So, unlike a lot of loyalist things, the tithes are not going towards the space marines, they're going to Terra and the like. Yeah. So, for this one, you know, it's not just losing troops, it's also losing resources. Uh, yeah. Unlike where I like a lot of battles will be, your resources are all interior and the troops are the exterior, and they, you know, you got to push through the troops first. So, mm-hmm. a lot of that. Uh, and then see either sensing great riches or, you know, scrying or whatever. Uh, we got a lot of Xenos and Chaos Boys coming in. Uh, huh. The. Orc pirate clan known as the Gore Chompas. Um, Because, you know, classic orc name, sure. They arrived to start raiding stuff in the Maelstrom Zone. There was a a tainted demon planet of Magog, Magog, M A G O G. They were also spewing out problems. So here I was like, ah, crap, someone's shitting in my sink. I need to plug (laughs) that up or, or turn on this disposal. I don't know, you know, stop the shitting. Yeah, demons just showed up. They were just kind of like, "Oh yeah, we, we're there's a demon world over here.
0: Blah, oh, we're gonna kill everything."
1: Well, oh, don't forget where they are.
0: That's true. They're in the maelstrom where there's like that whole like upper area is a bunch of like dead worlds, orc planets, and just chaosy nonsense. Yeah, it's the maelstrom zone.
1: So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the biggest thing, the biggest thing to note here would be the arrival of a new chapter for the loyalists. Uh, and these are the Minotaurs. You've heard Ooh. about the Minotaurs before,
0: actually. I I think I was absent for that episode. Didn't you do that with Kiriath? And I wasn't actually there.
1: I think we may have mentioned them like before in general.
0: Yeah, I've I've heard of them, but I don't know like their history or nothing.
1: Uh, there is a particular picture of their chapter master, which is this one. It's quite famous. Uh, the guy looks like an absolute baller. Whoa! Wow, yeah, yeah. that armor is something else. Can you can you guess Sheesh. where the mini- Can you guess where the Minotaur's get their cultural heraldry from? Uh, no. Uh, it,
0: it, it couldn't be like a, a Roman warrior thing, could it?
1: I would be shocked. It shocked. Couldn't. It right. couldn't
0: possibly be.
1: Is that Roman but, or is that or is that Greece? Which ones are Spartans? Spartans are Greece, aren't they?
0: Oh uh, yeah, Spartans are Greek.
1: Okay, I I actually do get them mixed up, and I know there's a lot of there's a lot of history buffs that's gonna be furious at me for mixing those up, but I yeah. always mix them up.
0: Yeah, me too. There's just uh, a part of my brain that's like Roman, Greece, Spartan. They're the same, and
1: it's like nope, nope, nope. Don't do that. Don't you? Do, you need to stop right there. Um, but no, we talked about the Minotaurs and the Lamenters episode. Uh and, oh. and let, me, let me tell you soon why. Okay. Uh the Minotaurs are like <clears throat> What what would what would you akin them to, Shy in the Chaos? Which I I kinda I they have like an Iron Warriors mentality, I feel like. Loyalist. Loyal maybe, world eaters. Ooh. Maybe loyalist <laughs> world eaters, but I think they're less mad and more like like Less like like murder maim kill and more like stomp you into the dirt. Um like just total annihilation, you know? Not that does like they sound like world eaters. Yeah, but like world eaters are like I'm gonna tear your head from your spine and like and like bathe in the blood. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like Minotaurs are more like just I'm like pound them into the, the dirt methodically.
0: Well Shy uh, says she guesses Iron Warriors then, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like it's a little bit of both, I suppose. They, okay. the Minotaurs are brutal. I'd probably say brutal is their best word. It's just brutal. Uh, so they, a lot of
0: Minotaur fans? Because that seems like a, bi- that seems like they'd, that'd be a very popular uh, faction in 40K. Just
1: brutal
0: space marines that
1: just want to grind you into the dust until there's nothing left. They, they are like wholesale murder type people where like no <laughs> assets remaining. So they Ooh. literally arrived to the system in the south by the pale stars with lots of strategic deposits and assets mm-hmm. and then sent a one single envoy to the war council. This one dude who just sits there and says nothing to have a, a person at the council just to sit mm-hmm. there. Yeah. While the chapter master, Asteri, his name is Asterion. Um, Asterion oh. Malak is that dude you saw on the top. Basically, went out to just curb stomp every single secessionist planet down in the pale star region. Um, they also got backup with the carcarodons chapter as well, which you do know. Oh boy, that's that's a savage combination minotaurs
0: Uh, and carcarodons. That's that'd be a brutal fighting force. Oh my
1: god. So, they fought a lot of the Executioner's chapter, which apparently they found to be really enjoyable in, like, a blood sport (laughs) method. Yeah. um, Because the Executioner's are also apparently that way. But from the name, I would gather, yeah, 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 sure. But thanks to the Minotaurs' effects alone, uh, the Secessionist forces were pushed out of most of the the Pale Stars, losing a massive amount of their war deposits and uh, tithes. And resulted in the thanks to the minotaurs alone, the pale stars region, the entire region lost 20% of its human population. (laughs) Just gone. What? 20%? 20% of the entire region. It's like, (sighs) it's like multiple star systems. Just twenty percent of the human population is dead because they ground them into the dirt.
0: Okay, that's that's a lot. That's oof, that is large scale destruction. That's okay. All right, Minotaurs are savages. Got it. Got it. Understood. Heard.
1: Uh- during this time frame, the lovely lamenters were out uh, with their fleet based chapter and their their big old ships, getting resources from one of these planets. The minotaurs, sensing a quick sport, uh pounced on them immediately and proceeded again to beat them into the dirt. Uh, in fairness, they actually it was a pretty hard fought ship battle, but mm-hmm. they then boarded all of their um, you know, like various ships incarcerated the remaining Lamenters and completely took them out of the war. This is when the Lamenters got fully beat up, and then 300 of them were taken prisoner and brought to Terra for, uh, you know, court cases. Sheesh.
0: Well, that's... that's Man, it must... Are there Lamenters fans that, like, just aren't in ultra depresso mode like cuz it it must suck if you are genuinely a lamenters fan it must suck
1: to read the lore i feel like a lamenters uh, i well if you are a lamenters fan it's because you like to have a little bit of a um personal i don't know like a like a masochistic streak that's fair yeah,
0: yeah you you like your fictional characters to have a wee bit of suffering uh, a
1: wee a wee bit <laughs> uh, it's just so the Lamenters, yeah. are completely out of the war mm-hmm. Minotaurs are just going place by place And just curb stomping everything they can see um, But at this point Here comes to where Huron is now fighting a war on three fronts The Minotaur is in there And the Carcharodons are pushing up his south He's got uh, the Vengeance Station stuff pushing up the west And then he's also got people coming from the north So he's got problems <laughs>
0: Yeah, big problems,
1: and it sounds like the Minotaurs really kind of turned the tide for uh, the Loyalists.
0: Like things are not looking great um, for the Secessionists, specifically because Carcaridons and Minotaurs are just going ham.
1: They were particularly um, like a big problem already, but the Red Scorpions and their Vengeance Station were also really pushing in. Like they were, they were taking yeah. names, but the Minotaurs started to take names. Yeah, they are just pushing uh i i'd say one of the biggest turning points for the loyalists though was called the second battle of sagan uh this was a huge fight with fire angels red scorpions exorcists salamanders raptors nova marines huge amounts of them against the secessionists (laughs) secessionists it's a really hard word to say it is it is
0: secessionists
1: say it 10 times fast right the uh, the astral claws ended up having to use viral weapons, which Ooh. killed a lot of the world's population in a hope to because this is a a really big like uh, vital system the Sagan system mm-hmm. um, to kind of do one of those things where I, either like okay well if you can't have it or if we can't have it then neither can you as they back up and and virus bomb their area, Ooh. um That's but they did end up losing this. System, And the reason it was a huge vile system is because it was the stable warp pathways across the various regions. Oh, boy. So now Huron's place is cut into two spots. The Endymion Cluster in the north and the Badab Sector itself in the south. And so now getting between the two of them is really hard or just extremely dangerous. Ooh, yeah, that's that's rough. That's a rough spot to lose. So now that Huron has this massive issue between getting cut up between the two spots, the Minotaurs are pushing up the south. Red Scorpions are really starting to move forward and take names. Uh guess what? Orc Waz started erupting because it's funny. I guess <laughs> um, it's it's things are not going well for
0: Huron. This is this is going from bad to worse. Huron's having a bad time and a bad dab time. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, anyway, go on. I
1: don't wanna I want you to finish the story. It's a bad damn want- time. <laughs> it's a bad
0: damn time, man. Come on. It's yeah. right there.
1: All right. Well, luckily, there's only <laughs> really one final thing for this e- episode. Um, one final major turning point going on here, uh, which was the Angstrom incident. Um, a- after this, it's kind of like here are on. See, I- I'm I'm guessing. I'm guessing this. I don't know if Huron turns to chaos during the Badab War. I don't really know how it goes, Um, but this episode's going to end with Huron on the on the really big back foot, Mm. and I'm wonder and I'm like I'm hoping I can springboard it into the third episode where it's like, guess what? Huron is getting reinforced by the Black Legion, and they're going to turn him into chaos. And I mean, I think that's a
0: Fair bet because like his back is so hard against the wall right now, and his forces are getting pushed so hard. It's like, where else is he gonna get reinforcements from? And it's like we we've read the Night Lord books, we know he goes chaosy, we know he survives, we know the Red Corsairs are pretty well equipped. So it's like, hey, how does he get all that? If chaos sees the perfect opportunity to come in and whisper in his ear and be like, hey, we can help you with all this. And I think that's a that's a fair assumption.
1: Well. The Angstrom incident was one of the final bits. Mm. Basically, there was the world of Angstrom. It was a sovereign, independent, mechanicist domain. Uh, They had so far remained completely neutral in all of the fight wars going on. They believed that the, the, the Magos of Angstrom said that the conflict was no more than an internal dispute between competing imperial factions... In which they had no cause to interfere and made their intentions clear that they will defend their own territory against any interlopers. Uh, so yeah, instead I mean, of it's fair. Yeah, I mean, the mechanicists are probably like, this is unimportant to us. We will continue to make guns. <laughs> um, word for word, yeah. So instead of taking sides, Angstrom continues its operations as normal. And they end up getting a long-standing agreement to render... Sorry, they had a long-standing agreement to render up a bounty of advanced weapons and refined ores to be collected by the Imperium's representatives in a three-yearly cycle at the edge of the system. Specifically, the Magos did not care which of the Imperium's servants retrieved the bounty, only that the arrangement was carried out to the letter... So whether the Imperium servants, as in the secessionists, or the Imperium took the bounty, they didn't really give a shit.
0: Oh, right. That's, ooh. Okay, so the secessionists could just grab it, and it's like, well, yeah, sure, you're in for for the emperor. Yep, okay, bye-bye. But for the
1: past, like, hundred and something years, they have been grabbing it. Oh, because don't, don't, don't forget the badass oh, skin was right. like it's... 150 years. Yeah, 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 yeah. OK,
0: I thought they were still giving it to the loyal loyalists and not the secession. OK, gotcha.
1: So uh, with this time, though, uniquely, the red scorpions and salamanders made a special plan to stop them from claiming this bounty. Uh they went to a horribly volcanic world, which of course the Salamanders are well equipped for, yeah, um, and infiltrated a strike force onto the surface of Angstrom 8 to lie undetected. When they went to receive the bounty, the secessionists, there was a major ambush sabotaging the starport base and attacking the vessels. It was a brief fight. However, uh the Angstrom mechanicists were very mad about yeah. all of these hostilities and considered it to be an assault upon their domain and sent out massive attack columns of tech guard and praetorian battle servitors to make landfall uh, along with all of their warships and quite quickly drove out both loyalists and secessionists away from their system
0: yeah i, I would imagine like making the mech mad not a great idea
1: very very poor choice that said this was eventually known as the Angstrom Incident, but actually was a massive uh, win for the Loyalists. Because afterwards, the Terran le- uh, Legates intervened to broker a peace and offer restitutions. Okay, okay. Therefore, now, because of them offering these things, the bounty of advanced weapons and ores is now going to the Loyalist factions.
0: Oh, man. It, things are, Huron is so screwed. Huron's having a bit of a bad time. It, it somehow got worse
1: for him. It got a lot worse for him. So, with the Angstrom incident well underway, and the uh, Loyalists starting to really push out farther into the uh, Maelstrom zone, they have... So, yeah, of the two uh, Secessionist-controlled zones, that is, there's the Endymion Cluster and the Badab uh, uh, Cluster, right? The Badab Sector. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Obviously, the Endymion one is the far less defended one because the Badab one has, like, a ring of metal and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, with that, the surviving Mantis Warriors in the Endymion Cluster were reduced to basically a guerrilla resistance uh, with a suppression campaign from the Loyalists. Mm -hmm. Systems were starting to be taken up and taken out from all of the Fire Angels, Sons of Medusa, and the like. And then the orcs arrived, and a bunch of kill cruisers came in for suicidal bombings to add to it. Oh, man. Yeah, look, he has to go. Like, this
0: has to be where he turns to... It just has to be. There's no other way he could possibly fight
1: this all off. There's just no way. So, as you see here in this lovely little map we've got here... Mm-hmm. The um, top left is the Sagan uh, area, which I mentioned was the second battle of uh, of Sagan, which took that major cluster area over there. Yep. Um, then, of course, you already had the Camaran Drift, which I believe is where the um, Vengeance Station takes place. I, I yeah. think. Okay. Pale Stars, bottom right. Minotaurs, uh, uh, fun Caradons. Yeah. Minotaurs Caradon zone, and then oh now. God the final bits of the endymion cluster with the mantis warriors now being stomped into the dust. So So now
0: it's from all sides. It's it's he's getting it from everywhere to to think
1: to think that at the start of this
0: episode, he controlled all five of these. That's kind of crazy, actually, that he controlled all of it and just slowly, but surely all of it's gone and it is all
1: now collapsing on him is crazy all Pax. the sectors. Oof. Now, granted, the Bad Ab sector is the most powerful and defended one by a long shot. Oh, yeah, it's the Ring of uh, Steel, Ring of Iron, whatever. Yeah, his little like uh, um, orbital battle stations and, and yeah. all that jazz. So it's,
0: it's still going to be tough to crack,
1: but you have four sectors. I wonder, so... I wonder why he'd be losing, says Shy, with the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey hey, you know what in fairness the astro claws should be like 3.
0: It's Even still. So on uh, on 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 the strength side there's the astro claws l- <laughs> lamenters, executioners, mantis warrior, tyrant slagent and the battlefleet maelstrom. <laughs> on the other side it's the Firehawks, Marines Errant, Red Scorpion, Raptors, Salamanders, Fire Angels, Nova Marines, Howling Griffins, Sons of Medusa, Exorcists, Minotaurs, Star Phantoms, Carcaradons, Battlefleet, Carthago, Battlefleet Solar Reserves, Inquisitional Stormtroopers, and the Ordo Hereticus.
1: And, and the Mantis Warriors currently are basically out of the war. Lamenters are out of the war. Out of the war, yep. So really, it's just the Astral Claws,
0: the Executioners, the Tyrant's Legion, and the Battlefleet. Battlefleet Maelstrom. And, and the Tyrant's
1: Legion is just the Imperial Guard group that is under him. Ooh,
0: right, right. So, yeah, it's a little lopsided at this point. Gonna need something <coughs> to. Ooh, Tyrant's Legion logo. Sick, though. Ooh. Ooh.
1: Okay, that is really sick.
0: Yeah, inject that right into my veins. That's so
1: cool. The that might be my
0: favorite logo ever.
1: The Tyrants chess pieces. Whew. What a name. Defenders of Badab. So, like Damn, I said, cool. Like I said, this one was a little a little bit uh, scatterbrained, a little bit here and there, but what's most <laughs> important to know is this the Minotaurs are assholes and uh <laughs> and um basically the the oh oh actually perfect shy a thing go ahead
0: all right here's a fun story about good guys minis- minotaurs since i don't know where else to put this once, two loyalist space marine chapters got in a fight with each other over some minor honor issues, and High Lords wanted to calm them down, so they sent Minotaurs. Minotaurs murdered half of one chapter, who then fled. The other chapter, who was a noble Ultramarine successor, surrendered. Minotaurs said, Lol lamau encircled them, murdered 90% of them, stole their ship and all their stuff, and laughed all all the way to the bank. After that, all Ultramarines and Ultramarine successors refused to ever cooperate with them and they got banned from Disneyland. I mean Ultramar.
1: Bro. Remember, all of this started because he, not even because Huron didn't want to pay taxes. He was just asking for for like a like an extension. He was like, man, we need to take the Maelstrom Zone, and I don't have the stuff. I- I'm gonna keep this for now, and then, like, you know, yeah, we'll handle this, the rest of this later.
0: Yeah, because it's such, and and it is such an important region, and it was a profitable region, and it's like, you know, you, come on, man, send him some stuff, send him the reinforcements, let him do his thing. It's worth it.
1: Remember, but no, administratum, man. This entire thing. Was because of taxes.
0: (laughs) Man, I hate taxes.
1: Man, I hate taxes.